Hello and welcome to Evolution Happiness, the show where we talk about health, happiness, and harmony. I'm Olivia Savage, and today we're going to talk about the five steps to an authentic and effective self-image. All right, all right, all right. So let's dive in to our topic of the five steps to an authentic and effective self-image. So your self-image is the way that you view yourself. You might view yourself as a parent, a mom, a dad, a construction worker, a friend, a redhead, a sports fan, intelligent or impatient or middle-aged. You can identify as any of those things. But you're more than your career. You are more than your gender. And you are definitely more than your age. You are more than your parents' opinion, your friends' opinion, others' opinions of you. You are a unique person And you have nuances that are completely unique to you. When who you are aligns with what you do, that is what we call authentic living or living authentically. But most of us view ourselves as one way and we live our lives another way. Authentic people act honestly and congruently, and the benefits of this congruency are enormous. You'll experience success and self-esteem and respect from others, and most importantly, you'll experience inner peace. Those that live lives that are misaligned with their values or misaligned with their beliefs and their attitudes tend to suffer from more anxiety. They tend to have guilt or shame. And it might seem easier to live up to the expectations of what other people want or what other people think or what you think other people want you to be. And those are short-term. Those are short-term solutions. And it's generally because we don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear the comments. We don't want to hear the feedback. We don't want to hear the the misalignment. But the long-term effects of living in that way are significant. And that's where I want to talk about these five kind of steps today. And in being able to implement some of these steps to help really determine your true self and to help ensure that we all continue to live life on our own terms. The worst thing that we can do to ourselves is to live our life on somebody else's terms. And so, again, a list is a, a list are what I know. 
And I'm hoping that one, it's a reminder to myself because it's definitely an area where I have to check in with myself a lot and make sure that I am being authentic and that I am living true to who I am. And I'm hoping in checking in with myself, I can help you to check in with yourself as well. And whenever you're starting to feel misaligned, maybe coming back to some of these five steps and seeing where maybe we can make an adjustment or, you know, put ourselves back on track. So the first thing in determining your true self and determining how to live life on your own terms is to really identify what your core values actually are. If anybody's ever worked in corporate America, one of the things that you always have with one, your your company that you work for, but also within a department that you work for generally, are your mission and your values. And it's so interesting to me always that we spend so much time understanding and investing and believing in these core values of the organization we represent or even the organizations that we buy from or shop from, but we really forget to check in with ourselves and find out if it's aligned with our core values and what our core values are. An authentic self-image is definitely one that's aligned with those core values And you can't align your core values if you don't know your core values. So by knowing your values, you're going to be able to gain an understanding of what's important to you. And once you're aware of your values, you can build a self-image and a life that are more meaningful and enjoyable because you're living your values. So an action step for this one is to sit down and make a list of your values. Create a long list and include everything that you think applies to you. Then reduce your list to the 10 values that you think are the most important to you. You might struggle to narrow your list to just 10, but 10 are plenty. There's an activity I used to do with my teams in corporate America, and it was a values activity, and everybody would put the values of the team on the board, and we did exactly this. We narrowed it down, one by one narrowed it down, and what they had to do collectively as a group is to pick 10 things to pack in the suitcase, 10 values to pack in the suitcase, and so that's what I would implore you to do. What 10 things can you pack in a suitcase that are your core, core values? Do that as an activity for yourself to really identify. And if you start kind of reminding yourself what those core values are, what you chose, and you feel like one of them is off, have a look at your list again. You can always swap them out. It's not set in stone. Um, And you can play with it until it really starts to feel right and starts to feel like, yes, you are being authentically you. The next step is determine if you have any conflicts. So for example, you might say that adventure and freedom are two of your most important values. But what if you also strongly favor 
responsibility, and security. Those values can actually be in conflict. So when you're faced with an inner conflict, you're likely to shut down. It's what we do. We do nothing sometimes. We kind of stand in that that paralyzed deer in the headlights. I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything at all. And it's possible that when those things happen, when you feel like that, when you feel deer in headlights, when you feel paralyzed to make a decision, it's a sign that your values might be in conflict. Uh, in conflict. And so you have to list those values. You have to know if any of them are not really a priority for you. And we have to carry around perspectives that were instilled in us. You know, we have talked about this before, things that we inherently kind of believe because they were a part of our makeup or we were always told when we were younger, whatever we, it might be. But here's a newsflash. They might have been wrong the whole time. And this is the opportunity to take the time and determine your values for yourself. A lot, a big one that I hear a lot is, you know, I go to church and I always went to church and my family went to church. And so that's that's one of my values, religion and church and going, making sure that I go. But the reality is when that person stepped back and looked at what they truly thought, it wasn't necessarily going to church that was the value. That was the thing that was kind of passed down to them to say, this is a value of yours. And really it was about connection to something greater. And that something greater was different for that person than it was for their parents. And that's a part of this process is to really determine what are your values for you and disregard what society has to say and disregard what other people have to say and what other people value. You're an individual. And so these values will be individual to you. All right, so the next element or the next step is to then when you've narrowed it down and you've got a really solid pack of 10 values is to then create an action plan for each of those values. So an example, imagine that one of your values is to be more frugal. You can start to create a budget and a savings plan that will incorporate that value in. You might have to plan to start clipping coupons or visit less expensive stores or different, just different shopping cadence or search for free entertainment options that are available on the weekends. You know, there's so many things that you can look for that are free city events. Maybe that's something that you start doing instead of going to big expensive theme parks. There's lots of ways that you can kind of look to be more frugal if that is one of your values. But they have to be actionable steps, meaning you can tangibly do something to start living that value. Because the moment you can put an action around these values, then you're really starting to live 
that authentic life, that authentic self. So make your list actionable. Step four in our five steps to an authentic self-image is to make a list of activities that you enjoy doing, but that are also aligned with your values. So we already kind of mentioned if you're, one of your values is to be more frugal, but you also really like getting out and doing stuff, maybe one of the things that you can start doing is looking for city open air concerts that are kind of free, you know, music that you just pop up and have a little picnic and listen to some music. There's lots of things that can go in align with that. Or if being more generous is a priority, then maybe you can find a really enjoyable way to spend your time helping others. I talk a lot about this whole concept of greater than something greater than me and and that being such a key to happiness is there's so many things that you can do to help others and make a list, make a list of all the ways that you can help others if generosity is is one of your values. If health is something that you cherish, something that you really want to focus on, maybe you can join us a yoga class or a spin class or maybe if you've got kids you can volunteer to coach their team that's going to get you to spend time with your children while also running around a soccer field and being healthy it really is just about finding the ways to be spending your time that is in line with your values. If you evaluate what you're currently doing and the activities that you partake in, and you see that a lot of the activities that you do and the, the, the moments that you're making are not aligned with your values, that can be a massive red flag for anxiety and stress and just feeling a little incomplete. And so being able to, again, writing these things down is so powerful because I think a lot of times, myself included, we feel like we have a real good understanding of what our values are and how we want to be true to our values. And then we actually sit down and write them down and then evaluate the actions we're currently taking versus the actions that we should be taking, there, there's a misalignment there. And so this, all of these activities and, and actionable steps are just ways to constantly realign. And we're all going to fall out of alignment. We're all going to misstep our values and our activities and the way we're living in alignment with those things. It's okay. It's okay. That's why we check in with ourselves. That's why we make these lists so we can go back to it and reevaluate. And that really is the fifth and final step of this whole process is to evaluate yourself on a regular basis. Check in with yourself. That self-care Sunday, I do a self-care Sunday. And a part of my self-care Sundays are to kind of check my alignment. What did I do this week 
that were aligned with my values? What did I do to make an impact to my my authentic self? How was I effectively living my values? And also on the flip side of that, how was I not? What was I doing instead of living those values, instead of being true to the person I am? I, I really am at the core. And how can I make those changes for the upcoming week? And I make that a pro- part of my process every day. I have a, a small webinar session on rituals and, and small habits and how you make these micro habits a part of your ritual so that you don't have to think about it. I know on Sundays, I'm going to have an evaluation session with myself as a part of my self-care to make sure that I am aligning the things that I say with the things that I do. And it's just really about thinking about all of the instances that we have failed to live according to our values and contemplating the times we were able to live according to our values and our self-image. And sometimes even answering things like, okay, I didn't do that this week and I, you know, that was a misstep for me. Why was it a misstep? Asking yourself the why can sometimes get to the root of being able to change that behavior so that you you flip it to being part of that more authentic self. Creating a self-image that is in alignment with your values is such a simple thing to do. And also such a missed step for most of us because for so much of our life, we accept what others tell us are our values instead of stopping to say, wait a second, I don't know that I've actually determined my values for myself. And it is first and foremost necessary to self-identify with the values that are are important to you. Nobody else can tell you those. Not your closest best friend, not your parent, not your significant other. You are the only person that knows your true values. And once you know that piece, the next part is constructing the life that allows you to live those values and to identify when you're working against those values and to constantly being able to live in that authentic state, you'll start to thrive. You'll start to naturally see the elements in your life that are toxic or that keep you from living true to yourself. Authenticity eliminates many of our common emotional ailments in life. Even if it's not the easiest choice to do. And so the biggest challenge I have for everybody, including myself, is to be bold enough to choose the person you want to become and live accordingly to that. The benefits are enormous. I'll say it again. Let's all together 
be bold enough to choose the person we want to become and live accordingly. That is the challenge for this week. I would love to hear your process. I would love to hear some of the values that kind of come out and some of the ways that you're seeing yourself live those values and some of the ways that you know you can start making some changes to better live those values. I'm excited. I think this is going to be an awesome step for all of us. And I cannot wait to hear how you start incorporating any of these steps to really becoming your most authentic and effective self. Thank you for joining us this week. As always, if you haven't joined our Facebook or Instagram, you can find me at Evolution Happiness. And if you haven't checked out my website, go ahead and have a look at www.evolutionhappinesscoaching.com. We can dive into any of these topics further. Thank you again for listening to Evolution Happiness. Before you go, please feel free to leave a message write a review, share with a friend. All of those are appreciated. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.